Welcome to a new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Let's join Pastor Strickland as he shares another life-changing message. We thank God for you today. Praise the Lord for the past few weeks. We have been speaking on a series of messages titled The Dangers of Apostasy and False Teachers. And we said the definition for apostasy means to abandon one's religious beliefs in the word of God. Everybody has religious belief, but their religious belief need to be based upon the word of God. Praise the Lord. And reason why, because Peter said, Paul said in the latter time, some shall what? Depart from the faith. Praise God. When we, when we look at people departing, we're looking at people are defecting from the truth of Scripture. When we defect from the truth of Scripture, we're defecting from the, the God of Scripture, the true God of the Word. Praise the Lord. So people are being seduced and enticed by false teachers. We know they, they have been around for a long time. Down through the church age, Paul and Peter and other apostles spoke on concerning their characteristics about the false teachers that is among us, how they would seduce people and pervert and twist the scripture. In other words, they misrepresent the word of God. They misappropriate the word of God. Not only that, they misinterpretate the word of God. Praise God. In order to deceive people. Praise the Lord. And this is what we have in our land today. There is a massive deception going on among religious people. Praise the Lord. And John told us, the Apostle John that is, he told us, praise God, for us to test or to prove every spirit to see whether or not that is of God. Praise the Lord. And that's what John told us to do. Yes. When we look at the word prove, if we, we can say like Paul said to the Thessalonica, Thessalonica 5 and 21, he said, prove all things. Then he said, hold fast to that which is good. Praise the Lord. So when we look at the word prove, means to look at it under close examination. Praise the Lord. Examine it. Examine what people are saying. Examine what people are doing. Praise God. See, is it founded and based upon the word of God? Then he said, hold fast to what is good. Praise the Lord. Hold fast to what is good. What is good? The word. The word of God is good, isn't it? David said, oh, taste and see. Huh? Amen. That the Lord is what? Good. Then the Bible said, blessed is the man that trusted in him. Amen. So God has given us his word that we may put our trust in it. We praise God. When we put our trust in the word of God, we're putting our trust in the God of the word. Amen. Oh, bless his name today. Praise God. Today, uh, message will be the third sermon in this series of messages dealing with the danger of apostasy and false teachers. Part three. Praise God. Talking about the depravity of the false teachers. In other words, why do false teachers do what they do? In teaching erroneous doctrine. Praise the Lord. And you know, saints, the answer can be found in Jeremiah in the 17th chapter. 
Praise the Lord. Jeremiah, the book of Jeremiah, 17 chapter, verse 9. And hear what it has to say, not only about false teachers, but also about men in general. And it says here in Jeremiah, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? Huh? Who can know man's heart? Who can know man's sinful disposition? God knows it. Praise the Lord. That man's sinful disposition is that he is corrupt to the core of his very being. Huh? Praise the Lord. He is morally corrupt. He is wickedly, huh? Corrupt in his heart. Praise God. So today we're going to cover 2 Peter, text coming from 2 Peter, 2nd chapter, verses 12 through 17. Praise God. We're going to talk about the character and the conduct of these false teachers that Peter encountered in his day, as well as Apostle Paul encountered in his day, as well as Apostle John, even Jude, many of them encountered these false teachers. And just as we're going to encounter some false teachers in our day, and you know, false teachers have to be confronted. Yes. And the way you confront them, you got to confront them with the word of God. Amen. With the word of God. Resist the devil, the Bible said, and he will what? Flee from you. You need something to resist him with. Amen. And the only way you can resist him, praise God, you got to resist him with the word of God. Yes. How did Jesus resist the devil when he came to tempt him? He, res- he used the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. And that's what we have to do. The word of God will send the devil to flight. Praise God. So we see, we're talking about the character and conduct of false teachers. In in 2 Peter, verse number 12, and it reads as following. It says here, For when they speak great swelling words of vanity, they are lured through the lust of the flesh, and through much wantonness, Those that were clean escaped from them who lived in what? Error. Hear what Peter is saying. He's describing for us the character of these false teachers. And listen what he says concerning the character. He said they're like what? Natural brute beasts. Huh? We know that not he's speaking not, not speaking of physical being, but he's talking about Men who are being inspired and influenced by demonic influences. Huh? Yes. Did you not know demons use people to promote their lives of deception? Amen. Huh? Amen. And the greatest person they would use to promote their lives of deception is those who standing behind the pulpit. Amen. Huh? Amen. So that's why you need to bring your Bible to church. Yes. Huh? You need to read. You need to study, and then you need to read it right along with the preacher. Amen. Praise the Lord. Make sure he's coming from the text. Amen. Make sure he's coming from the word of God. Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. Not he's just talking something off the top of his head or something from some type of philosophy. People like to like to philosophize the scripture. Praise God. And try to make the scripture say something that they wanted to say. Huh? And that's what false teachers do. They like to take the word of God and twist the word of God. So when we look at it, these are many, many people. Many are not even aware 
of their own spiritual blindness. Huh? And, and, and these seducing spirits that have taken control of false teachers' thoughts and their actions. Huh? And that's why Second Paul told Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 and 13, he said, but evil men and seducers shall wax worse and worse. Listen to this. Deceiving and being what? Deceived. Deceiving. Deceiving folks by influence and inspiring others. To go in the same way that they are going. Because they are what? Deceived. Praise God. Talking about brute beasts. Well, brute beasts is like a wild animal. Huh? Amen. Running loose and terrorizing. And you got people like that running from place to place to different churches. Huh? Terrorizing the people of God. Praise the Lord. What do a wild beast do? He look for weaklings. Huh? He look for the weakest. Huh? Then he devour them. He's a predator. Yeah. False teachers are predators. Yeah. They prey on the weak and the vulnerable. Praise God. Yeah. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Even Pastor Paul even warned the Ephesian elders when he was getting ready to depart from Ephesus in Acts 20 and 29. He told them that there shall come among you grievous wolves. A wolf that is grievous is a wolf that is fierce. And he's not coming to be uh, to help the sheep. He's coming to harm the sheep. He said, there shall be grievous wolves among you who will enter in among you. And he said, not sparing the what? Flock. Huh? In other words, they seek to devour the flock of God with their destructive doctrines yes. huh? and ways. So we, we as the people of God, we should not entertain such company. Y'all hear what I'm saying? We are not to encourage them and to embrace them among the people of God. Huh? What they don't know or understand, saying, they will speak evil of it. Listen what the scripture says. Listen what it says in verse number 18. Praise the Lord. It says, great swelling words of vanity. They would allure through the lust. I'm in the wrong. Y'all excuse me. I'm reading the wrong scripture. <laughs> Excuse me, I'm reading the wrong scripture. Here we go, back up to the 12th verse. But these are natural brute beasts, made to be taken, destroyed, speak evil of the things that they understand not, shall utterly what? Perish in their own corruption. Huh? Amen. This is what the scripture says. Y'all hear what I'm saying? They're going to perish in their own corruption. Praise the Lord. They speak evil. Of things that they don't what? They don't understand. Amen. Praise the Lord. That's what they do. Praise God. So in their own hearts. In action. Will be their own destruction. Amen. Praise God. Amen. So there's no shame. In these false teachers. Listen to what it says. In verse number 13. Look at verse 13. And shall receive. The reward of unrighteousness. Huh? As they that counted pleasure to riot in the daytime. Spots they are and blemishes. Sporting themselves with their own deceiving. While they feast with who? You. Huh? This is what the 13th verse says here. In Second Peter saying. Praise God. So they're not ashamed in what they do. There's no decency in what they do. Huh? 
So they'll come to your love feast when you invite them. And they'll come and sit among you like wolves in sheep clothing. Huh? Yes. Praise God. They'll do all the religious talk, but yet they are deceivers. Amen. Huh? Yet they are deceivers. Now look, let's go down to the 14th verse. 2 Peter 14. Notice what he describing for us. Huh? The character of these false teachers. Yes. Huh? Amen. He describing for us the character of the false teachers. Yes. In verse 14. Having eyes full of what? Of adultery. Wait a minute now. You telling me you got people sitting behind the pulpit? Huh? People up teaching folks? Yet out looking with eyes of adultery at the women? Yes. Oh, that's what the Peter's talking Paul is talking about here. Peter's talking about. Huh? Praise the Lord. They don't have no control over their eyes, their passions, huh? And lust. When they look at a woman, they desire to sleep with them. Huh? Amen. Praise God. So these false teachers have an eyes full of what? Of an adultery. That's what it says, right? Amen. Praise God. Then it goes on to say, and counted pleasure to riot in the daytime. They're not ashamed. They do it in plain daylight. Huh? The Bible says spots they are and blemish, sporting themselves with their own, deceiving with their, while they feast with you. Huh? Amen. So listen, they're looking for the weak. They're looking for the vulnerable. Huh? Amen. In other words, they train their hearts to go after the things that God forbid. Huh? Amen. Not only they lust and covet women, they also covet money and souls. Huh? Amen. Listen to what the scripture said. In, in, in verse number 14, it said, they have exercised their covetous practice. That means they train themselves. Huh? They train their hearts to go after everything that God forbid. Then it says in, in that latter part of that verse, it said they are cursed children. Cursed children. Yeah. You know, God ain't got no cursed children. God's children are blessed. Amen. Because we serve a, a blessed God. Yeah. Huh? Praise the Lord. So anything that is cursed, then it got to be of the devil. Huh? It got to be of the devil. Cursed children, they got to be of the devil. All right, verse 15. It says, while which have forsaken. Listen to what it says now. Verse 15. Which have forsaken the right way. Wait a minute. That tells me they evidently knew the right way. Knew the right path. But they have what? Forsaken the right way. Amen. You talk about apostasy? Means to depart? Means to, to turn from? Means to go back from? Huh? Amen. Praise the Lord. They have forsaken the right way. They have defected from the right way. What is the right way? It's God's pathway of righteousness. Huh? Then Peter described it as compared to the way of Balaam. Hear what it says here. In verse number 15. Following the way of Balaam, the son of Bosar, who loved the wages of what? Unrighteousness. Y'all see that? Praise God. The way of Balaam. You know the story of Balaam. You know what kind of man he was. You know that he was a, he was a prophet for hire. Praise the Lord. He wasn't, no more, he wasn't concerned about the people of God when Balak came to him. And asked him to curse Israel. Praise the Lord. 
And, and he said, I can curse Israel. These people are blessed. The hand of God is upon them. Praise the Lord. And so Balak offered him all kinds of riches. Praise the Lord. And he wanted to go before God and pray to God about it. Now, that's something you know that God ain't going to do and God's not going to hear. Y'all yes. hear what I'm saying? Yes. Praise the Lord. Why? There's something you don't even have to take before God. Yes. If, if you know that God has blessed these people and somebody wants you to do something evil to them, praise God. You shouldn't even go and ask God about nothing like that. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because you'll find yourself being, wind up being cursed. Praise the Lord. So Balaam, the way of Balaam was the way of compromise. And a lot of folks are compromising the truth. Huh? Amen. They're compromising the truth because they are coveted in their heart. And that's the way Balaam was. He was coveted in his heart. Praise God. He loved the wages of unrighteousness. Huh? Amen. And not only that, it was Balak who lacked his spiritual discernment. Praise God. Even though he was called him, he was a prophet. So he sought to sell God's people out to Balak, who was the enemy of Israel. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Praise God. So we can't go in the way of Balaam. And this is talking about the false teachers. In other words, they do what they do because they love the wages of unrighteousness. Huh? They love the wages of unrighteousness. They love the benefits of unrighteousness. We know and I know that there's no benefits in unrighteousness, only but consequences. Yes. Huh? Amen. You're going to pay for your sins. You're going to reap what you sow. Yes. Huh? Amen. Oh, bless his name. Praise God. All right, we're in verse number 16. Listen to what it says concerning Balaam. But was rebuked. He was rebuked for his iniquity. Huh? He was rebuked. The dumb ass speaking with man's voice forbade the madness of the prophet. Go to show you he didn't have no spiritual discernment. Praise God. He didn't see the angels standing there with a sword getting ready to slay him. But his donkey did. Amen. So he didn't have much sense as a what? A donkey. Y'all hear what I'm saying? And yet he took his frustration out on the donkey. Because the donkey wouldn't move forward. Amen. He hit the donkey three times. Praise God. He hit him three times. Then God had the donkey to speak to him. To tell him. Said look. I ain't done you no wrong. I'm looking at this angel in the way. I'm trying to save your life. Because this angel is getting ready to slay Balaam. Amen. Praise the Lord. Because Balaam was chasing the mighty dollar. Like a lot of them are. Chasing the mighty dollar. Praise the Lord. And God is getting ready to slay a lot of folks. Y'all hear what I'm saying today? Because they are false in the pulpit. Yes. They are false wherever they go. They won't preach the word of God. Praise God. But they are false. Yes. Praise the Lord. They are false. So you see, saints, we, we got to stand for what is right. We got to stand for what is true. As the man of God, blessed be the name of the Lord. Praise God. When we look at the verses here, Verse 17, it describes for us what false prophets are compared to. Praise God. Finally, we see that false teachers are compared to what? Listen what it said. These are wells without water, clouds that are carried with a tempest, 
to whom the midst of darkness is reserved for what? Forever. Huh? They compare it to dry wells. Huh? Yes. Clouds without water. When we look at dry wells, we know Palestine is a place of wilderness and a place of desert land. We know that water was a precious commodity. Huh? Amen. So false teacher was likened unto dry well, who only have a pretense of supplying spiritual refreshment. Huh? How many of y'all heard preachers bring come 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 up and praise the Lord and present certain messages promising you spiritual refreshment for your soul, and yet you find yourself in a worse state, still still thirsty and dry. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Amen. Praise God. The Bible speaks about they are like clouds without what? Water. When you see the clouds rolling in, they roll in and it seems like there's a promise of rain because of the darkness of the clouds. But the clouds and the wind just blow the clouds away. Yet there's no rain and yet the land is still dry. And that's why people are in church. They are still dry because of they look into the false teachers, praise God, to give them to 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 give them the spiritual nourishment that they need. Praise God. They don't have it. They dry themselves. They don't have the spirit of God. They promoting what they want to promote to make you feel good. Huh? The feel good messages. Y'all hear what I'm saying? Praise God. But they're not giving you no substance for your soul. Jesus said, man shall not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded out of the mouth of God. Praise the Lord. This is how we should live, by the word of God. Yes. Not by the word of false teachers. Yes. Praise God. Not by entertainment. Not by stirring your emotions. You got to live by the word of God. Amen. Praise the Lord. You got to live by the word of God. Praise him. And so he compares them to dry wells and clouds without water. They make promises and pretense. What they can, they can do spiritually for the God's people. But yet they leave the people's soul thirsty and dry. All right, let's look at verse number 18. Well, we're in verse number 17. Verse 17. For these are wells without water. Clouds are carried with a tempest to whom the midst of darkness is reserved for what? Forever. Jude talks about it in the book of Jude in the 12th chapter. Uh, not 12th chapter, I mean 12th verse. And I want to read that for us. Then we're going to end there. Jude in the 12th, 12th verse. Praise the Lord. In the book of Jude, in the 12th verse, he talks about these false teachers. The apostates and false teachers. They're not only doomed, but they are depraved and they are spiritually what? Dead. Look what the 12th verse says. These are spots in your feasts and charity when they feast with you, feeding themselves without fear. Clouds they are without water, carried about of winds, trees whose fruit were withered, without fruit, twice what? Dead, plucked up by the roots. So he's describing what apostates are. Yes. Praise the Lord. They have nothing to offer Amen. you Amen. by way of spiritual sustenance. Yes. Praise God. They are dead and withered up. Amen. 
Praise God. So in conclusion, I want to read some scriptures here in Psalms 119 and 104 and 128. It said the same thing. Hear what David said. Through thy precepts, I get understanding. Therefore, I hate every false way. Don't you know God hates every false way? God hates every false way because it's antithetical to who he is. Y'all hear what I'm saying? It's antithetical to who God is in his character. God is a God of truth. God speaks the truth. God does what is true. God proves himself to be true. Huh? Praise the Lord. And then the devil speaks lies. He's the father of lies. And he has his own minions to do his bidding. Praise God. Proverbs 16 and 19 said, A false witness that speaketh lies, and he that soweth discord among the brethren. So God hates false things. Praise the Lord. But somebody said, Ain't nothing like the real thing. And that's God. We praise God for the real thing today. Praise the Lord. We thank God for the word this morning. We hope that something was said to encourage your heart today. And we pray that God's blessing be upon your life. And saints, we want to look to the Lord in prayer. We're going to let you go. Thanks, Pastor Strickland, for another amazing message. Make sure to join us next week for an all-new episode of the Lighthouse Victory Temple Church Podcast. Until then, remember, encounter Jesus, echo hope, and dwell in love.